0: They drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk.
1: I want to, I want to,
0: I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love him, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture.
2: Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on whichever current podcast platform that you're listening on. Make sure that you subscribe, rate it, and leave a comment to let me know how this podcast is blessing you. This is episode number 86, and I want to thank everyone who have been rocking with me for the past what three or four years we've been doing this podcast. I'm I thank you. I appreciate you. I thank you for also sharing this podcast, which has brought on some new listeners and new subscribers. And I want to thank everyone who may be listening to this podcast for the very first time I thank you for your support and I pray that this episode amongst other episodes will be a blessing to your life I recently had an opportunity to uh, sit down with the legendary the icon in gospel music Kirk Franklin uh, this past weekend and I'm going to play a little clip of a very very brief interview that we did um, once we take our break. I only had the opportunity to ask one question. <laughs> it was so many um, different media outlets in the room, but I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to sit with him and just ask a, um, a key question. So I kind of had to you know, collect my thoughts and figure out what could I ask him if I can only ask him one question that may be different from other questions that maybe other media outlets may ask him. So I will play that. Uh, later on in the podcast So make sure that you uh, stay tuned Don't you cut me off Because we are gonna deal with meditation today <laughs> Biblical meditation Biblical meditation Not just any type of meditation I'm not talking about Eastern religions I'm not talking about uh, Buddhism or Hinduism I'm not talking about those There is a difference And um, in this climate that we live in meditation for a lot of people is a necessity and meditation now is taking, taking place of a lot of things and even on YouTube you have meditation music and um, people are just really just wanting to experience peace and Jesus says that his peace he gives to us he also says that he will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him Now, just those two quotes that I made from scripture, those are two things that you can actually meditate on. Now, I'm going to define biblical meditation for you because there is a difference. Um, And biblical meditation is a lot more, is more effective. And it's God's way of bringing us into a successful state. And when I say successful, I don't want you to get that mixed up with just money. Like, you know, I have money, so therefore I'm successful. You no know, successful, meaning that you have a great outcome of whatever current situation that you're dealing with. It's very, very important that we meditate on the word of God And um, before I define biblical meditation I want to read the scripture in Joshua Chapter 1 verse 8 If you can go with me Hopefully you have your YouVersion Bible app Because that's what I'm using If you don't have your Version Bible app Make sure that you download it on Whatever smartphone device that you have All right, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 It says Study this book of instruction Study this book of instruction Continually Meditate on it and meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Verse nine. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you you go. Now this passage of scripture was written to Joshua. Joshua was just given the assignment to take the people over into the promised land because Moses had passed away. So now it is Joshua's responsibility to take the people into the promised land, the Israelites. So one of the requirements of being successful in doing this God told him that he will have to study the book of instruction or the law continually And then he told him to meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything in it. And he says, and then once once you do that, you will prosper and be successful in doing this. So if Joshua needed to meditate in the word of God in order to fulfill his assignment successfully, I wonder what would happen to us if we meditated in the word. How would our outcome look? Now, meditation in the Bible means reflective thinking on biblical truth so that God is able to speak to us through scripture and through the thoughts that come to mind as we are reflecting on the word. But that must also be filtered by the word. Right. I'll read it again. Meditation. Biblical meditation means reflective thinking on biblical truth so that God is able to speak to us through scripture and through the thoughts that come to mind as we are reflecting on the word but even that must be also filtered by the word when i say filtered by the word meaning that the thoughts that come because the thing with meditation meditation in general just simply means to think on to reflect on in essence that's really what meditation is so when it comes to our thoughts You want to make sure the thoughts that you're having is filtered through the word of God. If you're getting a thought that you know or you're not sure if it's ungodly or not, you have to filter it through the word. You know, and that's some of the dangers of um, what they call transcendental, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, meditation. And there are other forms of meditation that's kind of rooted in witchcraft that you want to be very careful of because what they want you to do is they want you to close your eyes. They want you to put your mind just in this space of nothing. They really want you to think like on nothing. They don't want you to think on your children. They don't want you to think on your success. They don't want you to think on anything. They want your mind to be clear. And the dangers of that is that now when you don't have a focal point, when you don't have a biblical focal point, the enemy can put into your mind what he wants to put into it. And then once that gets in there, people will start thinking, oh, okay. well, look at the thought that came. But you have to filter those thoughts through the word of God. But if you don't know that, then you'll think that whatever comes just was meant for it was meant for it to come. You know, so you sitting in there uh, meditating, but you get a thought that says, why don't you go ahead and divorce your husband? Y'all not seeing eye to eye right now. Haven't been seeing eye to eye for a while. Why don't you go ahead and divorce him and take the kids with you? I'm going to go ahead and act on that. Well, that wasn't, you know, you're not suffering through any abuse. You are not. he's not committing adultery. He, there, isn't, there isn't really nothing that your husband is doing other than the fact that he probably just getting on your nerves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or y'all just not seeing eye to eye right now whatever have you. But what you want to do is you want to filter your thoughts through the word of God. Let's look at some other scriptures. Let's look at Psalms chapter one, verse two. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. There it is again, meditating day and night, thinking on, reflecting on the word of God. That's biblical meditation. That's going to make each and every one of us successful. In every area of our lives Think about it Think about the areas right now As you're listening to me Think about the areas right now Maybe which you're having challenges in Areas in which you may be struggling in If you're struggling with family You're struggling with relationships You're struggling with being social Maybe you're suffering With the spirit of depression That keeps coming on you The sadness that keeps coming on you You're not sure why Financial difficulty Whatever it may be There is an answer in the word of God for each of those things, right? And you may be thinking, wrong, I didn't see nothing in there that dealt with depression. I didn't see. Oh, you didn't, huh? Why don't you go with me to Philippians chapter four? The word of God is our answer. Start at verse six. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guide your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. So when it comes to and I'm just dealing with this uh, in particular uh, depression, because I brought it up and I know that this is something that especially during this time of the year as we're going into, um, you know, well, the daylight savings has ended and you know it's getting darker earlier and the holidays are coming whether you believe in holidays or not holidays are coming up and when holidays come up family tends to come closer and draw together and there are some people who may not have families and you know when there's not a lot of sunshine That lasts an extended part of the day And it kind of gets darker sooner It causes people to get sadder And it kind of puts them in a depressing state But I'm telling you that you don't have to be in that state anymore That's not saying that it won't try to attack you But it does mean that you don't have to live in it Because right here he says that He tells us, number one, not to worry about anything But to pray about everything And tell God what you need If he's telling us to tell God what we need, then that must mean that God is going to answer our need. It will it will make no sense for the scriptures to say, tell God what you need and God not answer the need or God not meet the need. And then it says, thank him for all he has done. So not only should we pray and let God know what we need, but in essence, we should be thanking him for all that he has done for us. Prior to the need getting met, then it says in verse seven, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. So the amount of peace that will come on us once we do these things that the scripture has said, the peace is going to exceed your understanding. You're not going to understand why you're peaceful, because when you're looking at things around you, it seems like that you should not be peaceful and you should like go crazy naturally. By looking at your current circumstance, and that's what Satan is betting on—is that you do go crazy. Get connected to the Word on a whole nother level. Listen to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures podcast with Martinez. Cousin Kurt, what's going what on, my you? brother? <laughs> I'm good? Uh, I'm good. My name is Martinez Billingsley. I have yes. an independent podcast yes. called Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. And uh, first I want to find out, what's up with you and these apples on Instagram? <laughs> you starting a video with the apples, what's, what's the deal? i just be hungry. You're hungry just you be hungry. <laughs> I said, I get my nutrition together. But um, my question for you, if I had one question, is, is that um, seeing that Kanye West has dropped the Jesus is King album, and uh, I was listening to an interview that you did with uh, Ebro over on Apple, and you were saying that, I guess maybe a couple of years ago, that Kanye has came to you and you've been kind of, talking to him behind the scenes and he kind of been letting you know some things that he's been wanting to do, Mm -hmm. I guess, in gospel music. So my question to you would be, um, how do you like the album? How do you feel about it as far as him actually manifesting this, you know, this album? I think
1: that Jesus is King is the number one album in the country and people are talking about Jesus that have never talked about him before. Mm -hmm. So how can we complain about that? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how can we how can we argue against uh, the narrative of Christianity going outside of the walls of the church? I think that it's so unfortunate that we try to uh, hold claim to something that is not officially ours. Uh, the gospel is for everyone, if anyone. And, and if there was a movie or if there was a reality show during the life of King David, I mean, can you imagine how nasty and messy that would be? Very I mean, Very it would be a hot mess. And, and, at the end, and as the credits would roll, it would still say, a man yeah, after God's, God's own God. heart. Yeah. So I believe that we just got to let the credits roll in Kanye's life. Amen. Yeah. I agree Amen. with you.
2: And have you listened to the album? Mm-hmm. What, you got a favorite track? Jesus is King. Jesus is
1: King. <laughs> What's up, beautiful people? This is Kirk Franklin. You're listening to Macchiato's Music and Scriptures Podcast. Let's get it
0: sisters. I'm feeling real good because it ain't over. Right before I die, I gotta Let out my dreams so I can be what he meant for me. Not just for me, but so they can see much more of him and less of Right before I die, gotta my dreams. This concludes side A. Please flip to side B.
2: But if we do what the scripture tells us to do, we will be successful. God will pull us out of a state of bondage. God will pull us out of a state of depression, sadness or whatever it is that we may be going through. And then he tells us to fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and right. So when it comes to biblical meditation, like I said, meditation and sense regular meditation that other people do, they really want you to close your eyes and put your your mind in a state of not thinking on nothing, just make your mind empty. God doesn't want us to do that. Instead, he wants us to focus our thoughts on things that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, things that are worthy of praise, things that are excellent, things that he has instructed us to do. Because once you begin to think on and meditate on the scriptures, you will begin to see your way out of bondages that you may have found yourself in God can then speak to you and show you your way out listen there is a pastor by the name of Dr. Bill Winston and he goes on to tell the testimony about himself about when he was working at IBM I believe he was in in Minnesota at the time he's in Chicago now and he was not pastoring I don't think he was in full-time ministry right God was instructing him to go from Minnesota to Chicago God had placed that on his heart. But every time that he would try to leave his job, the worry of need would come on his mind. Like he's trying to figure out that if I do this, how can I take care of my son? How can I take care of my wife? You know, this house, where are we going to live? He started thinking about all these things, right? And so when he in that's natural. I mean, all of us would think about that. So every time he thought about that, it would keep him from obeying God and what God wanted him to do, right? So what he would do was, he would get in the scriptures and begin to meditate on the scriptures because God just kept pulling on his heart, telling him that I need you to go to Chicago to start this ministry. He went to his boss and told his boss that, you know, he has a call on his life and that, you know, he he has to leave the company. And so the boss thought he had went crazy. So the boss told him to take two weeks off. When he took the two weeks off, he began to meditate on Mark chapter 10 verses 29 and 30. This is what Mark chapter 10 verses 29 and 30 says. It says, and Jesus answered and said, verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children, lands with persecutions, and in this world to come, eternal life. He said he began to meditate on that scripture day and night. Pretty soon, he said it was like a bomb went off on the inside of him, and he could clearly see his way out. The worry left. He wasn't concerned about no type of need. He went back to his boss once the two weeks ended. His boss said, all right, so what's up? He said, well, I'm leaving and I'm leaving today. And if you know Dr. Bill Winston, you can look him up. He has one of the largest and most successful ministries in the United States, in Chicago. But what if he wouldn't have obeyed God? You see what I'm saying? But it took him having to meditate on the word of God. For that peace of God to come and also for him to see his way out Psalms chapter 4 verse 4 says tremble and do not sin meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still see a lot of you all a lot of people don't know there's a lot of scriptures on biblical meditation in the bible so he's saying even in your bed meditate and think on the goodness of God what God is saying what the word of God is saying as it pertains to your current situation there is an answer in the word of God for us all, no matter how deep, how big or how small you think your situation is. You have to meditate on the word of God. Now, what I learned about meditation, biblical meditation is that or a synonym for meditation is also to chew, to chew on. Now, I don't know how much you know about a cow other than eating hamburgers. <laughs> but I. Uh, I'm sorry for any vegans out there If I offended you I apologize But I don't know how much you know about cows When cows eat But It takes And I want to get this right It takes cows Nearly eight hours A day Just to chew their food That's how long they're chewing And what they do is Is that child, Cows would Start eating They will swallow it They would Regurgitate and chew on it some more in order for it to digest properly. And that takes about a good eight hours. Now, I want you to take that visual. That's how we should be met. That's what it means to biblical meditate, to chew on. So as you are meditating on the scriptures and you wanting God to lead God and direct you and you're meditating on these things, that's what Dr. Bill Winston had to do. In this instance, when God told him when he was meditating on Mark chapter 10, verses 29 and 30, for those two weeks, he was thinking on it, meditating on it, thinking on it, reflecting on it, chewing. It's basically you're just chewing on it. When it's in your mind, and you have something, your focal point, in your mind is on something, you're chewing on it. You're chewing, you're chewing so you digest it in your spirit. And that's what we all want to do, so that we can see our way out. Meditation has to be important. Because if Joshua couldn't get the Israelites over into the promised land without meditating on the word of God, day and night. So, again, the first question that we must and listen, there are many other forms, again, of meditation, transcendental meditation is one. And there are like 15 others. And it's not biblical and it's very dangerous and it can actually open your mind up to satanic attack it is found in a lot of new age thinking and that's something that you want to be careful of all eastern forms of meditation stress the need to become detached from the world and that's what i was talking about earlier regular meditation or eastern religion type of meditation which is there's a bunch of them yoga all that they want you to detach from the world and there is an emphasis upon losing personhood and individuality and merging with the cosmic mind. Detachment is the final goal of Eastern religion. It is an escaping from the miserable will of existence. It is merely a method of controlling the brain waves in order to improve your physiological and emotional well being. I want to define I'm defining for y- for you the difference between biblical meditation and other forms of meditation. Biblical meditation involves becoming detached from the controlling and hindering influences of the world and attached to the living God through Christ. That's the difference. You're detaching from the influences of the world, but you are attaching to the Lord Jesus Christ and what he says in his word other forms of meditation want you just just to detach from the world everything in it everybody everything and you just you just there so now you just opened up for satanic attack biblical meditation is going to keep us focused on the goal that god has for us in his word go with me to romans chapter 12 verse 1 it says and so dear brothers and sisters i plead with you to give your bodies to god because of all he has done for you Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That can come through meditating the scriptures. Once you meditate the word of God, your thinking and how you used to think in the world and the influences of the world would evaporate because you're replacing that way of thinking with God's way of thinking. And as you know, God thinks way differently than how the world thinks and how, you know, some of us were taught to think about certain situations. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 55. Look at verse 8. It says, this is God talking, he says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from heaven. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into singing and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Wow. Hallelujah. So. As we read right here in this scripture, God says his thoughts and his way of thinking is way beyond ours. But he put his thoughts and his ways of thinking in the word of God. When you're reading the Bible, once you're reading the word of God, you're literally reading God's thoughts. As it pertains to humanity, as it pertains to our situations, and if we will get his thoughts, then it will produce fruit. He just said that. If we will obey what the scriptures say, rightly divide the word of God and just do what the scripture tells us to do, the Bible says that it will produce fruit. And it's going to prosper wherever he sends it. And he sent the word of God to us. And we are to take that word and put it down in our heart by meditating on it, thinking on it, talking about it. And the word will produce whatever it is that we want it to produce. A favorable outcome is what we all desire. We all get in situations and we want a way out. And God always provides a way of escape. And one of those ways of escape, as I stated, is through biblical meditation. This podcast has been a blessing to you. Please share this with your family and with your friends. Remember also to subscribe to these podcasts on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, or whichever current podcast platform that you're listening on. Make sure that you subscribe it and make sure that you share it with your family and your friends. Remember the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.